Hey everybody, Merry Christmas. This is Tom Zalatni bringing you another best of the worst clip show episode of the Up for Discussion podcast. Yay! This episode of the best of the worst has clips from episodes 11 through 20. So like still pretty early on. Hopefully you guys enjoy this. Before we get started, I wanted to read you guys my favorite Christmas poem. That's how I say the word poem. You know, like a poetry, a poem. Anyway, here's that. Enjoy. (laughs) Twas the night before Christmas, when all through the house, not a creature was stirring, not even a little mousy boy. The stockings were hung by the chimney with care, in hopes that big old St. Nicholas soon would be there. The children were nestled all snug in their beds, while visions of sugar plums danced in their heads. And Mama in her kerchief, and I in my cap, had just settled our brains for a long winter's nap. When out on the lawn there arose such a clatter, I sprang from the bed to see what was the matter. Away to the window I flew like the flash, tore open the shutters and threw up the sash. The moon on the breast of the new-fallen snow gave the luster of midday to objects below. When what to my wondering eyes should appear but a miniature sleigh and eight tiny little reindeers. With a little old driver so lively and quick, I knew in a moment it must be St. Nick. More rapid than eagles his coursers they came, and he whistled and shouted and called them by name. Now Dasher, now Dancer, now Prancer and Vixen, on Comet, on Cupid, on Donner and Blitzen. To the top of the porch, to the top of the wall, now dash away, dash away, dash away all. As dry leaves that before the wild hurricane fly, when they meet with an obstacle, mount to the sky, So up to the housetop the coursers they flew, with a sleigh full of toys, and St. Nicholas also. And then in a twinkling I heard on the roof the prancing and pawing of each little hoof. As I drew in my head and was turning around, down the chimney St. Nicholas came with a bound. He was dressed all in fur from his head to his foot, and his clothes were all tarnished with ashes and soot. A bundle of toys he had flung on his back, and he looked like a peddler, just opening his pack. His eyes, how they twinkled, his dimples, how merry. His cheeks were like roses, his nose like a cherry. His droll little mouth was drawn up like a bow, and the beard of his chin was as white as the snow. The stump of a pipe he held tight in his teeth, and the smoke it encircled his head like a wreath. He had a broad face and a little round belly that shook when he laughed like a bowl full of jelly. He was chubby and plump, a right jolly old elf, and I laughed when I saw him in spite of myself. A wink in his eye and a twist of his head soon gave me to know I had nothing to dread. He spoke not a word but went straight to his work and filled all the stockings, then turned with a jerk and laying his finger aside of his nose, and giving a nod, up the chimney he rose. 
He sprang to his sleigh, to his team gave a whistle, and away they all flew like the down of a thistle. But I heard him exclaim ere he drove out of sight, Happy Christmas to all, and to all, a good night. Hi, I'm Tim Blay. I follow me at Acapella Science Whatevs. You know what's up? Yeah, follow me at uh, at No the Other Simon. And you guys can follow me, Tom Zlatni, the king of the internet, at Tom Zlatni. King of the all internet. Platforms. Self-proclaimed king of the internet. I mean, I have always had a firm belief that if you want to be something, you've got to start calling yourself that thing, and then eventually it'll happen, right? Works for Napoleon. Yeah. Yeah, basically. So uh, Until it didn't, and he died. Well, that's how it always goes. <laughs> Maybe Napoleon started calling himself dead. Well, the meteorite probably got vaporized, right? The center is just where things collect, because it's kind of a center point. Guys, do why, did, why did the alien find the comet to be the most tastiest of space rocks? Why? Why did the alien find the comet to be the most tastiest of space rocks? Well, I'll tell Tell you, Tim. Okay, do that. It was a little meteor. Guys, this is the kind of fun that we have here at the Up for Discussion podcast that you can find on (laughs) SoundCloud, on... uh, on iTunes, you can find us on on YouTube as well. Now you're so uh, unscientific with your bad a t- jokes. A, a little meteor, guys. My is Twitter actually still a meteor, guys. My Twitter stalker just started watching our. Oh, our, fine. Our, hello, Twitter. Our, our oh, just, oh. Have, you ever, have you ever called her that before? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hello, hello, Dallas. Oh, it's it's good. Hey. She's been she's been liking a lot of my Hi, stuff Austin. too. So. I mean yeah. Houston. Oh, I mean Dallas. Wow, look at you just blowing her Ooh. off like nobody's business. I mean, no, it's 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 funny because hi Abilene. So long, Felicia. It's it's funny because they're all cities in Texas. Oh wow, Austin, Houston, Dallas, Clever. Abilene. Yo, dude, your rap was whack. You off the track. You got no backbone, slacker. There, that's my freestyle rhymes. I actually do boom, have a backbone. Boom, boom, boom. I, have, I have pretty severe back problems, so that's really rude of you. I'm, I'm going to dunk you in a soup. I'm going <laughs> to throw you through a hoop, cracker. Hey, you. Uh, what? so what, what rap against fictional character have you written this week? Oh, I haven't. I did, uh, Tom asked me to do one last week, and I didn't do it. And then this week, yeah. I also didn't do it. Tom, did you do yours? No. But I'm not as I'm not as good at doing that stuff as you are. But I was like super away this week. I was in T dot as, as well, as, as opposed to being just a little bit away. Right? Yeah, I was nobody super calls away. it T dot. Call it the real name. People used to call it T dot. Call it the real name. The, the six. T-O. Fine, the six. There the you T-O. go. No, nobody calls it the T O. I call it the, it the real T-O. name. Pizza was impossible <laughs> because tomatoes are native of South America. Is that true? Yeah. And when? also potatoes. And any, anything that ends with atos, actually. Huh. Wait, no. Potatoes? <laughs> I think that's it. And I think that's bullshit, because didn't the Irish have potatoes? No, the, the Irish didn't have potatoes until the Spanish went to South America, and were like, whoa, yeah. look at these crazy potato things. And then they brought them out yeah. to Ireland, and Ireland was like, whoa, this is better than everything exactly else we have. true. And then they were like, we're going to grow just these, and just this one called the Irish Lumper. And then they did that, and they should have known by the stupid name that it wasn't going to work out. <laughs> and then a lot of people The died. Irish Lumper... Is my wrestler's name? I'll bet mm. it is. I, if I were ever who's to your become, wrestler? No, I'm I'm my wrestling name. Oh, you have a wrestling. I am I am a wrestler. My name is the Irish Lumper. The Irish Lumper is my penis name. That is Simon, horrible. do you have a story for us today? I am officially changing my wrestling name. <laughs> <laughs> 
My brother-in-law-in-law. No, my brother. What do you call a brother-in-law's brother? You're Reuben. He's he's your brother-in-law's brother. You are not related to him. But can't there be like he a... he has not joined your family? Can't only, there be like a, only Aaron has? Like, but like we have all these things for like second cousins and like t- like once removed and twice. Like, can't I have like a brother-in-law once removed or something like that? Because like that would be because so once simpler. removed refers to the generation. Yeah. Well, can I have a first touching brother? Wait, no. <laughs> I mean, that's something you two need to discuss. <laughs> Guys, when I was a boy, <laughs> before yeah. I was a girl, but then before I was a man. Um, before I, you turned into boys to men? Before I was a member of New Kids on the Block. This bit is getting tired. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what happened when you were a kid? <laughs> I used to think that Dr. Dre was pronounced Dr. Doctor uh, by virtue of having grown up in Montreal, Quebec, a very bilingual place. Uh, <laughs> awesome. And D-R-E being the French prefix i guess for a french doctor is that true for a female doctor oh, oh yeah that's what i meant <laughs> uh, and so i mean I, i'm sure know. it also applies to you know doctors of other ethnicities and french mm. yeah that's true doctors but if, but no if you're speaking french, doctor who is if you're speaking in french and you want to abbreviate the term doctor for a female it's d-r-e and so i as a ch- until i was much older like i probably in high school I never heard anyone say Dr. Dre out loud. And so I was just like, yeah, it's Dr. Doctor. I did tell Taylor that um, yep. if, if, uh, and I'm, I'm sure you guys will join me in this. Okay. Okay. If okay, Donald, wait, wait. if hold Donald, hands, everyone hold hands. If Donald Trump gets elected president, oh. I'm paying for her to move here. Wow. And you guys will too. Wow. Um, uh, wait, hold on. Hold up. Because we're Hold all joining, phone. we're all joining hands right now. That's not God what that it. means. <laughs> I didn't agree to this. <laughs> it I just, is now. I agreed Yay! to brotherly fealty and love. Uh, but, oh, man. I agreed to sweet no, hand I, touching. I, yeah, no, I, I, I don't want her to live in a world to live in a country where Donald Trump is the president. Really, in a world where Donald Trump is the president. Because, like, I feel like what what the last eight years of presidency have taught us is that if you're a really really cool guy being president. You don't actually get a lot more done. So maybe if you're a really like, shitty I mean, guy being I, president, I don't you don't do true. a lot of harm either. Because mm-hmm. o- Obama's been doing a lot in the past couple of weeks. Yeah, now, I guess like now, he's now that he it doesn't up. have to worry about re-election, which I don't know why he didn't just do that on his first term. But he but could have been doing that for like the last four years, right? That's true, and it took like five years. And like a lot of it has done. just been gridlock. Like it's not his fault, but it's just a very you know it's a yeah no it is it, it, a long it is time. The, the problem is that right after he was elected the first time, all of a sudden the entire Senate and Congress became like a majority Republican, and so they would just block everything he did. Do you yeah. guys think Obama's on Tinder? Let us know in the comments. I'm pretty sure he's not. (laughs) (laughs) Wouldn't that be great if you're just like swiping along and you're like, it's the president. It's POTUS. And then I mean, I'm I'm sure there's at least one person who's on Tinder who's pretending to be Obama. That's true. I I tried a Tinder experiment where I I made a profile that was just an actual Tinder box. I wanted to see how people would respond, but I did like it didn't work as well as I was hoping. I was hoping people would roll with it, but everyone just ignored me. Like nobody yeah. responded. Did you swipe right for everyone? I swiped right for everybody. And some people <laughs> swiped right for me, but then as soon as I was like, Hello, I am a box of Tinder. Want to go on a date? They were just like, no. Like nobody said anything good. I was hoping it would be one of those like viral BuzzFeed posts of like, this guy made a twi- Tinder box on Tinder. Look at the amazing responses. But people, you know, oh, no. failed me. Our lively just, sponsors. He's just using fan fiction, fan fiction words, just pulling out whatever adjectives you want. Lively is a real word. Is it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is not just the last name of one of the most beautiful women alive. Ellen? Blake. Oh. 
Who's Ellen Lively? <laughs> I don't know. I thought maybe that was Ellen DeGeneres' real last name. If it's a photo that someone posted on Instagram, fair enough. Like, it's kind of shitty when someone steals your work, but, like, it's not the end of the world, right? Yeah. Uh, it is shitty, however, that he's made a career out of this, and yeah. it's more shitty to me. that like, It just bothers me on the inside that he uses the word curator because a curator is someone who, like, works at a museum, for instance, right? Like, if you're a museum curator, you don't hang up a painting by Matisse on and the wall and yours. say, like, hey, check yeah. out this painting I made. You shouldn't, if you're a curator, you shouldn't hang up paintings of Matisse, period. Bang. Yeah, well, we can talk about that <laughs> later. But... <laughs> It's, it's really hot. I'm sweating hot. so much. Guys, I got unmatched on Tinder. Did I? I, did no, I, I are you, you personally offended by this? No, no, no. no. He, this, this, is story. This, was, this is a great story. This, was, this is really funny. Uh, I was on, I, so I'm on Tinder. Um, because of me. Mo- mostly just because I think it's funny when I find people that I know on Tinder because then I can make fun of them after and be like, <laughs> hey, you're on Tinder. Um, oh, but I'm but not going to lie. I also make fun of you. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I also use it, but I probably am not going to ever meet any of the people that I'm talking to. But it's, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's I'm a fun thing to day. it's a fun thing to do to waste some some hand time while watching mm-hmm. Frasier. Right. Because if, if you're watching if you're watching Frasier, like what are you doing with your hands sitting there? You just kind of put your hands on your Folding lap. laundry. Maybe. Yeah. Building a Lego set and punching Cleaning my room, punching, putting up a shelf, uh, eating a cheeseburger, yeah. creating a masterpiece. Um, wearing a bird mask and then not wearing it over oh. and over again. <laughs> so what happened to you on Tinder? Um, so I'm on Tinder and uh, I'm talking to this girl and like, you know, whatever. It's a normal conversation. And then <clears throat> we're talking about how it's really fucking hot in the city right now because it's like 30 degrees, like 40 with Super humidity. Um, and she's like, yeah, I wish it's like really horrible. Like, thank God for AC, though. And I'm like, yeah, I wish I had AC at my apartment. And then she just stopped saying things. And I was like, OK, fair enough, whatever. Uh, <laughs> I'm watching Frasier. I don't really notice. I check my phone like 10 minutes later. We are no longer matched. Is this really <laughs> offend you? I'm pretty sure she unmatched me because I didn't have AC in my apartment. That's so funny. <laughs> Maybe Desiree, she thought- would you unmatch someone if you thought they had AC and then learned they didn't? Sometimes I unmatch people when it's clear that they're trying to come over. But they're like, I also can't oh. joke about it. I so mean, like, maybe, maybe she, she her train of was, thought, because huh. that's what I think. I'm like, oh, he's saying that he doesn't have AC at his apartment. So he's probably going to try and invite himself over to my apartment. I don't want that. By that's that's but, but very the actual the actual way that I told her I didn't have AC at my apartment was saying I'm considering going back to work to mooch the AC there. Yeah. So I didn't so you might say have also like, sounded semi homeless. This is a story called Her One and Only. Ahem. It happened on a Sunday. It was the day when her whole family was getting up early to go to the park for some dumb party that she was much too old for. She was definitely over 18 and way too old for ballons and rides. It was a sunny day where the, par- where the sun was in the sky. Lol. Duh. And nobody wanted to be at a dumb park party with grown-ups. Especially not Gelsey Kramer, who was a totally at least 18-year-old who was very smart and pretty, but a little shy sometimes, and nobody understands her. But all of a sudden, everything in her life changed all at once, and she stopped being sad forever. You see, Gelsey had a crush on a famous and very hot YouTube boy who made music about science. Gelsey was a bit of a nerd, lol, XD. And his name was Tim Blay. He was not super tall, but just the right height for a boy and has cute hair and a very nice beard and skin that reminded her of Aladdin and a hot catcher's mitt on a summer's day. He also had a beautiful voice like Pierre Bouvier or Alex Gouge. 
<laughs> and was very sensitive and romantic, but a little shy. He was from Montreal, a very cool city where they spoke French. And he liked to sit in his room when he was sad and maybe listen to metal music on his CD player. He has a master's degree in physics from McGill, which is the best university in Canada because he is a genius. Now you understand why she has a crush on him, colon, capital P. Anyway, on that fateful day, she said she did not want to go to the park, and her mom and her dumb brother were both very mean, so she ran up to her room and slammed the door to express herself, and saw her big posters of Tim, and opened her laptop, and did the only thing she wanted to do. She listened to his cover of Adele's Rolling in the Deep called Rolling in the Higgs, which is about the Higgs boson, and she listened to all of his other songs three times, and then a very strange thing happened. At the end of his newest video about Pluto, there was a short video where he talked about a contest. She had never seen this before and became curious. In the video, he brushed aside his black hair and said, I am holding a contest. If you send me a video of you singing, you can win a party at my science mansion and maybe even star in my next video. Gelsey was so exited, she nearly exploded through the top of her ceiling. Finally, she said, a party that I want to go to. And she had a beautiful singing voice that a boy named Adrian in her school had even said was like an angel, lol. More like a death angel, she thought, but he was sort of cute, but talked to the popular kids, that's all. So she snuck in and stole her brother's guitar, which was covered in stickers of bad bands like Sublime and Aerosmith, who did not understand true emotion, but it will do. So she opened her laptop to photo booth, and when she started strumming, she felt a mysterious power in her, and she was amazing at guitar, like she always knew she would be, and she sang so well that a raven flew in and cried. And she uploaded it to YouTube and got only 301 views, but that is only because not everyone understands true emotion. And Time saw, and Time saw the video and called her immediately. Time. He said in a very sweet but deep voice, Gelsey, you are amazing and a beautiful, talented girl. Please come to my science mansion. <laughs> Chapter two. How long is this? <laughs> it's just two chapters. Okay. <laughs> Tim flew Gelsey up to Montreal and she entered into his mansion slash house through the front steps and he was playing good music like Mayday Parade, but a band she hadn't heard of and that he really liked and he said later it was called Devin Townsend. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> Gelsey looked at him and he saw and he looked deep into her eyes and Tom and Simon were there and they fell in love. Tom and Simon are Tim's friends, but they are not hot or famous. He said, okay, I will show you the studio now where I make my videos. She was so exited, she nearly dropped her brother's guitar, which she had brought. And she said, yes, please. And he took her hand very gently and she felt like they could fly. Anyway, he took her to the studio and he said, look at it. And she did. It was so many boxes in the air, like big squares just hanging there. And a giant video camera pointed at them and she said... What are those big boxes for? And he said, oh, you know in my videos how sometimes there are more than one of me on the screen? And then she said, yes, of course, that is what happens in your videos. I have seen all of them. And he said, well, that is not editing. And suddenly she noticed a really bad smell and saw in a corner of the room, which was really big like a warehouse, a huge metal cage. And there were 50 Tims barking like animals and they were naked and covered in oil. It was very metal and a little bit sexy. <laughs> he said, all my videos are shot using these 50 Tims barking like animals. And she was impressed and said, how do you get them into the squares? And he said, allow me to demonstrate, lol, and shouted science at them. And then they went and sang a song about the number infinity and Maroon 5. And then he asked her to marry him and she stayed forever in his science castle. And one day he put his thing in her vagina. <laughs> the end. 
<laughs> I guess you can hang on to that. Oh, dear. Um, <laughs> to all my teenage fans out there, write me some more fan fiction. <laughs> I will read it on the podcast. So Fatal Familial Insomnia, which I learned about because it's FFI and it's the same initials as my brother's band. Former um, band. Former band. Um, Isn't he in air combat now? Yeah. Cool. AC, which has initials that have all sorts of meanings. But the Animal Crossing? Yeah. Air Ar- conditioning? Architect. <laughs> Anyways, Fatal Familial Insomnia is this genetic mutation in families. Armor check? Where you basically at some point in your life just stop sleeping. Whoa. Like, like it's, it's sort of, it's, it's sort of like a, like a mad cow type disease. Like they think it's caused by like a misfolding protein eventually, but, but it's, it's genetic. So like there's a 50% chance that you'll inherit it from your parents if your parents have it. But basically you just stop sleeping and you never can sleep again. Like that's scary. And then you slowly go insane from lack of sleep. But also you die. Don't. Yeah. You, you die after. I think, I think the longest man who's ever lived without sleeping is 10 days. Aaron Carter. But the, <laughs> well, uh, it's been a good one. We uh, we like you. We like you for listening to us. And uh, we, we want you to keep listening to us. You can follow us on Twitter at Dan with Talking. Individually, I am at No the Other Simon. Tim is at Acapella Science, and Tom is at Tom's Lot. You can also follow us on Periscope every week. How on Twitter, make a video I don't really know how Periscope works. With lots of boxes all Thanks for over listening. We will room. see you next week. You're definitely 18. And I take you to my science mansion. Sing out. You're on the science show now. Because your name is Gelsey Kramer. And I love to vagina you. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> Good night, everybody. Tom has an incredibly stable hand when it comes no. to, to filming. I'm impressed, it is though, more that s- he's still yeah. he's still doing that. That takes dedication. I use my yeah. knee as a tripod. <laughs> it's a really good A setup. monopod. That would be a monopod. I guess that's true. Well, I'm a bipod. A biped? Bi- I'm bipedal. You it's actually bipedal. pronounced bipedae. Oh. <laughs> that sounds really dirty. Bi-bidet. That sounds really gross. I would not want bi-bidet. to hang out with a bipedae. Well, what about a bi-bidet? Like someone with two little jets of water it in their toilet. <laughs> <laughs> like, Tom, I'm sure you can sympathize with this. Sometimes wiping is just, it's just a, it's, it's a chore. It's a hassle. It's Sometimes a wiping is a chore. Yeah. And so, like, it, wouldn't you just love to avoid that? Right? Doesn't this sound like we're about to do a commercial for baby wipes? <laughs> Sometimes Tom. wiping is a chore. With that being said, try new Pampers baby wipes. Yeah. Wiping is no longer a chore, but an activity that you're so excited about. Realist possible talk. Have you ever used baby wipes after taking a dump? No. It's actually the best thing in the world. Not since I've been... No, no longer baby. So, so what you do, and y'all at home got to try this too. What you do is, after you finished wiping with toilet paper, you know, like sometimes if you want to be real thorough, you got to wipe with like seven sheets before you get all the stain out, right? (laughs) Baby wipes eliminate that problem. You wipe like the excess off with the toilet paper, and then you just use one baby wipe, one sweet minty scented baby wipe. Your butthole feels clean. It feels fresh. It is actually clean finally, and you can go about your day knowing that you have the cleanest butthole in the room. She was dating this guy who had very specific fetishes. Gross. 
and he was into having his derriere explored orally. Okay, so so he he frequently asked her to bite the booty. Well, if you want to use such crass terms, not not exactly bite. More. You know, tongue exploration. Tongue biting. So the first time that they ever did the dirty, he <sighs> asked her to go down to his b-hole <laughs> <laughs> with her tongue, and she did. What? Why would you agree to that? I, th- she the was first a, time? She was, <laughs> she was free-spirited. I don't know. And then um, <clears throat> I guess he did not employ the toilet paper and then baby wipes method. And he apparently had a behind that tasted like yams because he was on an all yam diet. And she, needless to say, she never went back again. Wow, that's yam butt. (laughs) The yam butt. Good old yam butt. Welcome to the latest (laughs) segment of our show. What's the weirdest thing that your butt has tasted like? (laughs) Ah, I don't know about you. But I'm feeling 22. What is this? Trying to make me do a rap? I was trying to make you do a Christopher Walken rap version of 22. You got uh, the first two parts. Shit. You just didn't keep I it I don't going. know the rest of the words to that. I Everything will feel all right if you keep me next to you. You don't know about me, but I, I guess you want to. Uh, yeah. Everything good. will be all right. If you just hide this uh, f- this uh, watch up your ass. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, I, I never noticed that part of the song. You never noticed that about your 22nd birthday Tay-tay. either. Wow. That was my big birthday present to you. Guys, no. welcome to the latest segment of our show, What Does Your Dad Do? Featuring Tim talking and Tom listening. <clears throat> wow. <laughs> I mean, I have an answer for that, but it's it's not it's not family friendly. <laughs> Feel free to hit that button anytime. <laughs> um, my my dad has done so many things in his life because he started off like when he was 13, he went to become a priest right. in the Jesuits. And then he was a missionary in, uh, in South, like in Brazil for like five years. And then he got sort of chased out of Brazil. Um, well, they because yeah, they were kind of against the like dictatorship that was going on there at the time. Right. So they weren't too well thought of by at least like the, the powers that were, um, so they got like, yeah. And then he decided he didn't want to be a priest and he like, like he had a, he had like a theology degree in Brazil, but it was never recognized here. So he ended up like being a factory worker. And then uh, he got, he was like trained to be a civil servant at one point, but then decided he didn't want to do that. Ended up in like various sales jobs, including Fisher Price, which he worked for for a long time. Nice. So we had all these like tiny little weird designer Fisher Price toys at home. Like ones that like never got released, but oh, it was like cool. test ones and stuff. That's super fun. Those are probably worth like a butts to him. That's money. possible, but they're just collecting mildew in our basement. Yeah. Aren't yeah, we all should check that? But it's yeah, worth but, looking but, into. But, like, that's the thing. He just does everything. Like he dabbles. Yeah. So he was just like, computers are awesome and learned little basic programs to program. Sweet. Yeah. That's cool. So Tom, what does your dad do? Uh, fucks women and leaves. All right, that's a little better. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Yo, thanks for coming back to the podcast. Ha, huh. Tom Hanks, he's been off cast, away in a beach with a beach ball. Ha, huh. I'm gonna free fall right out the window when I jump out. Ha, huh. been sad, but not anymore now. Ah, cause I'm 22. Don't know about you, but I'm feeling much better than I used to. Man. 
That was good. It's good. All I right. was hoping you were about to go off. Shit. I was about to go off, but then I did not. I lost my train of thought. Yo, that's boss, but it isn't. I don't know how to spit rhymes. I just split lines in half and then don't say them because I can't figure out how to put them back together again. Word. <laughs> but yo, man, I think that I'm drawing a blank. I don't have any material as good as Tom Hanks, but, you know, it wasn't a beach ball. It was a volleyball. A volleyball, y'all. It was named Wilson. It killed somebody. No, it didn't. They don't show you Mm -hmm. anywhere what's being filmed. Yeah. And and also, like, when you're in the audience, you can't hear a damn thing. (laughs) You can't hear a goddamn thing. Yeah, you you can barely hear anything. Like, I was recently on... um, uh, on 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 some show. Wants to be a millionaire. I don't actually know if I'm allowed to say. Oh well, well you were in same the here, audience, actually. weren't yeah. you? Yeah, so I mean, you, you can say you were in the audience for yeah. a show. Okay, yeah, I was in the like, audience for. We gotta fire him. <laughs> <laughs> I was on the I was in the audience for Let's Make a Deal. Oh, nice. With uh, um, Ben Affleck. No, Casey Affleck. Howie Davis Dean, Jr. Uh, Dean Dean Brady. No, no. It, anyway, it, it, Cuba, Cuba Jr. Wayne, Wayne Brady. Wayne, Wayne Brady. Wayne Brady. Yeah, yeah. There we go. So was it like, do all roulette wheels have this problem or was it just yes. this particular one? No, it one? was, it was like, it, it, it is a, um, it's not, but essentially the game is not random. Oh, interesting. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the, like everybody knows from like movies such as 21, like the easiest thing to cheat Jump at Street? is blackjack. Have you seen 21? Jump Street? No. Then No. <laughs> I don't remember them gambling. Oh yeah, no, no, no. That's that's twenty three Jump Street where the two cops end up being casino workers and they have to like. Yes. No, yeah, you're yes thinking of the number twenty three, which is a Jim Carrey movie. No, I'm thinking of the number no, twenty four, no, which thinking is of lucky where number eleven. Jack Bauer kills a lot of people. No, I'm pretty sure I'm thinking of twenty eight directs later. I just feel like no. I do. You, Tim, do you feel like I sound a little off right now? Um, you sound. I think you always sound a little off. Like maybe <coughs> I feel I'm like I feel like I sound a little a little off because I feel like I've got a scratchy throat. So I feel like I sound a little off. Well, that's because you're a goblin. Oh, how does it feel to be a goblin, Simon? It feels gobliny. How does it feel to be a person? Not that great. Apparently, I'm the Christopher Walken goblins. <laughs> the I'm Christopher <laughs> Goblin. If you were if you were a goblin, like how would you tell if you were a goblin trapped in the body of a human? I would ass- wait Feelings? if I were a, if I were a uh, goblin trapped in the body of a human. Yeah, like say you look just like you, you sound just like you, but you feel like a goblin. Like, what does that feel like? Um, it's not necessarily hypothetical. There are other kin in this world. A strange <laughs> concept that maybe I would I would imagine that it would feel rather uncomfortable. Like I would I would I would imagine I might prefer to be a goblin, though it would it would not be logical because being a human is better. Well, and also mm. it's it's scientifically impossible to make you a goblin. Like depends on your definition of a goblin. Don't really exist. Depends on your definition of possible. So here's uh, here's our new segment. Tim breaks it down. All right. All right, we got a beat. Go, Tim. Go. Is there a beat? This is that beat that I can never get the downbeat on. I'm giving a fuck. Go. All right. All right. Check it. Yo. 
When you pull the oil out of the ground, there are also different hydrocarbons that go around. You got light ones and you got heavy ones too, and you separate them in a great big flu. It's not really a flu, it's kind of a vat, but anyways, you know where all the hydrocarbons are at. Some go up because they're light, you see? Some go down because they're really heavy. Then you separate the octane and things like that. They make gasoline to run your cat. I mean, car. But I had to make it rhyme. I do this shit all the time. And then what's left over is diesel further down. It's heavier. It sloshes around a little harder. But you can still run an engine. It's just a different type. Crank to 11. The power that it gives. That's why all the trucks use it. The light hitting it would be the same as that of light reflected from a flat mirror. I don't understand what that means. That is not a sentence that makes According sense. According to the no. team's research. Well, I mean, the whole idea behind a lot of this like cloaking technology or whatever in the past few years has been like, you can just reflect the light waves around every... Wow. Let me Refract- try that sentence again. I mean, you're you're not really wrong because it's kind of half refract- reflection right. and half refraction. Yeah. So you can refract the, the right waves around everything. And, not the wrong uh, ones. And, then, and, and that's sort of what mirrors do, right? Like they're just refracting... God damn it. <laughs> God fucking damn it. <laughs> but, the, but the thing is, like, I, the, the idea is that the light should hit it and be carried around the outside of it and then continue along, right? In right. a straight line. Yeah. Because if you want the light to be just like off of a flat mirror, then just put a flat mirror in front of it and you'll see yourself. And that's not an invisibility cloak. No. <laughs> I like I, I liked that, like, as they were describing it, they were like, um, you know, and if you, if you wrap... Uh, if you if you wrap the object in it, not only will the object inside the cloak be undetectable, but so will the cloak. Whoa. <laughs> Which is an important distinction because if, if invisibility cloak just means that I can't see the object inside, I am an invisibility cloak. But like everything would be an invisibility invisibility cloak. But also on the other way around, right? Nothing if, would be. If like if the, the the thing itself, if the 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 cloak itself was undetectable, but the object inside wouldn't be, that would just be saran wrap. Beneath the earth, there lived a mammoth called Fred. Fred was very fat and. Lumpy. He didn't shower <laughs> at all. At <laughs> midnight. Instead, he liked to shower in his bathtub at his brother's cottage. <laughs> One evening there was a knock on his front door he glanced over but did not go to his door instead he died (laughs) (laughs) the next time you go to your <laughs> brother's <laughs> cottage. Die. <laughs> the end. Yay! Yay! 
Welcome to the Up for Discussion podcast, the only show on the internet where we talk about the things we talk about in the exact order that we ourselves talk about them. Hi. Man, it's amazingly fun to make this show every week, eh, Tim? Yeah, man, totally the most rad fun times, brother. If only there were some way that we could make this show at absolutely no cost to ourselves. There is one way. Desiree D'Souza? That's me, and I'm here to tell you guys about Patreon. What's a Patreon? Is it a platform that lets creators work directly with their audience to produce the best possible content? That's exactly what it is. Good job, Tom. That sounds great. But how does it work? By pledging a certain amount of money every month, patrons can help creators make their dreams come true. So people just give us money? Great. That does sound great, Desiree. But what's in it for them? With Patreon, the possibilities are endless. Do you like customized artwork? Yeah. How about cheeseburgers? Um, yes. Twitter shoutouts? Yep. Watching Frasier with Tom? There is nothing I like more. Well, you're in luck. By going to patreon.com slash up for discussion, you can pledge money to get all kinds of cool rewards. You mean like Patrick from Canada who pledged $5 a month? Shout out to Patrick one time. That is exactly like Patrick, Tim. And everybody who pledges $5 or more gets to suggest a topic or question for discussion on the show. How exciting is that? I am literally peeing my pants with excitement. (laughs) Me too, Tim. Well, hold your bladders, boys. We've got a show to make. So if you want to help support this show, head on to patreon.com slash up for discussion and become a patron today. Wow. Ugh. While we're talking about politicians, mm-hmm. I would like to use this as a moment to officially announce that I am running for president of Canada. Okay. So oh if my gosh. you are voting in the Canadian elections on October 19th, uh, please feel free to write my name in on your ballot. Uh, I will be doing it, and several other people will also. I will uh, be writing my own name on the ballot and also encouraging everybody else to abandon the Tom Zalatni platform and elect Tim Blay as dictator of Canada. <laughs> it's very simple. A ten a ten word essay right now. A ten word verbal essay monologue. What I learned in driving school is. So I went to driving school back in the day and I found it really important for learning one thing in particular, and that is that you should always carry two pieces of identification with you. And I will tell you why. Because I went to driving school. I didn't actually go to driving school. I just got the driving school classes and I brought them home and I did them on my computer because back in the day they were you know, they were like on a CD-ROM because those were still a thing and you would what put it in your computer that? and you would just you would just do different, like, you would just basically do the test of driving school like a hundred times until you actually knew how to drive. Um, but not like, not like drive, drive, just take the test so you could be a learner so that you could start to learn how to drive. So I did this and it was real easy and I read some book and I aced all the quizzes and I was like, yeah, I should do that. I should get my driver's license. And then I went to the actual place where you do the actual exact same test, but on their computers in order to get my driver's license so I could become an upstanding member of society and learn how to drive. But instead of doing that, I forgot to bring a second piece of ID and then they wouldn't allow me to take the test. And then a couple of months later, they changed the age limit. So you had to be 18 to get your learner's permit. And then they also made it obligatory that you do a whole bunch of other classes and stuff and actually go to driving school. And now it's, I'm 25 and I still don't have my driver's license and I'm all alone. So what did you learn? Nothing. Nice. You want to get into the Guinness Book of Re- Records for the amount of times someone has punched themselves in the face. You might be stopping yourself in a more direct way by not punching your face all the time. Oh, man. You know? Does someone have that world record? I don't know. They de- There's definitely a world record for like you know, most clothespins pinned to your face. Really? Yeah. What is it? It's like several hundred. Gross. One of these guys with like ultra stretchy skin. 
Mm-hmm. He just has like no elastin in his skin, so it just stretches way, way, way out. I realized earlier I was leaning against my desk chair at my office and I like reached down toward my back and I found that there was a, a flap of skin that was kind of hanging over. The- this is great. Wait, what? <laughs> I think my problem is that if I'm not currently talking to someone, like getting into that initial interaction, I do not know how to do. So yeah. like at a party, like, you know, I think this relates to our wedding conversation, oh, but often weddings. I'll find myself outside of every conversation yeah. with no idea how to go into one. Well, that's a uh, that's why I like hanging out with you, because last night when we were at your sister's place and like... Des and Katarina started talking about something and yeah. like your sister and Sarah started talking about something. And then we kind of looked at each other and you were like, do you want to look at Kanye doing things? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yes, I do, Tim. Yes, I do. I... I thought I was a sensitive physicist, but maybe I'm a closeted narcissist. I don't know, man. I just make YouTube videos and get millions of views. What do I know? Is that what makes me so cynical? What makes me not care about other people? Probably, actually. But I think it started before that, way back in the day, because I didn't care about people long ago. Why? I don't really know. I was stayed at home all the time. Didn't give people any time of mine but then I went to school and I met a lot of fools and I didn't like them either that didn't help oh well but then I went to college found some cool peeps some people to comfort me when I sleep that's not actually what they did it had to rhyme (laughs) I don't know man anyways I learned that people are cool but maybe I never really understand them I'm a fool I guess think that I can bless them. I got some good things about me. Some bad things too. See? Take me what I am, but I'll try to change and become a better man. Uh. Yo, you say you got some good things about you. Huh. And I don't even want to try and doubt you. Huh. Because you're a really good friend, man. You be there to the end, man. We lost our beat. No, man, we just let it go out. I love you too. I love you, man. You're good. You're good boy. You know, how am I supposed to get in shape when people are going to make me feel crappy for not being in shape mm-hmm. when I try to get in shape? But here's here's the thing. Do they actually, do they like make you feel crappy or do you just feel crappy by looking at them? I mean, it's a little bit of both, right? Uh, yeah, I, th- I think so. Mm-hmm. Like there's always sort of an attitude there of like, you know, everybody's here to work out. And if you haven't been working out enough, then like it shows, right? But like, like I've I've been to the to a gym several times. Like for my first year at Concordia, I would go to the gym twice a week, and I ne- I never kind of got the impression that that people were shaming me or whatever. Then again, I am I don't care. And also, you started off in like okay shape. Yeah. Now I'm now I'm ripped. Yeah. But I mean, you're, there's just <laughs> muscles everywhere. Yeah. I like it, the rock ain't got nothing on me. Simon oh. is 400 pounds of lean, mean fighting machine. Yeah, and about I'm two pounds of hair. I'm officially bulletproof. Really? Yeah. How do you get that made official? Like, do you have to fill out forms or something? Yeah, it is the um the the queen has her own gun and she shot me and I didn't die, so now I'm officially queen approved bulletproof. I wonder if the queen's ever like oh actually shot somebody. Of course she has. If someone's gonna give the queen, it better be a give the queen a gun. It better be a gun filled with blanks. So that's probably not too hard for you to do. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, there's there's definitely a bullet. I pulled it out of my bicep.
Well, wow. but it, but if then, you're, then you're not bulletproof, up. though. Hmm? But then you're not bulletproof. You're just you really good up. at performing self surgery. No, 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 no. It, like it, it didn't it didn't make it through. It just like you know, oh. like in, in the same way that like you could shoot a wall, and the, it wouldn't go through the wall, but you still have to pull it out. Oh, I see. Uh, yeah, that's not mm-hmm. bulletproof in the way that so like, you're like, bulletproof. You're okay, like almost a, bulletproof. A bulletproof jacket or a bulletproof vest. You still have to pull the bullet out of it. Yes. It's just that it's bulletproof in the sense that the bullet doesn't make it through. So you would say that if you lined up a hundred people like in a in like a single file line and shot a bullet that went through five of them, that line of people is bulletproof. Yes. Interesting. It would be huh. a terrible way to protect yourself against bullets, but it would work. Fair enough. Yeah. If because if I was the hundred and first person behind that, and people don't like whoever was shooting at me only ever shot directly at that line i would be fine is that like the point of an entourage to just be your meat shields i think Absolutely, that's the point of yeah. entourage <laughs> the yeah i mean the the point of entourage the tv show is that you buy as many dvds as you can cover yourself in those dvds so that you will be protected against uh, bullets and then a lot of people shoot at you for buying that many entourage dvds yes steve buscemi is an actual criminal mm-hmm. what True story. You that, heard it. That your I mind was, is blown. That I would believe. But I mean, has has Steve? Does Steve Buscemi have a criminal record? Let us know in the comments. Probably. Lots of people have cr- like surprising criminal records. Oh yeah. Yeah. I think Christopher Walken was there when uh, uh, what is her name? Natalie Wood died. Who uh, she was the girl in West Side Story. Oh, Maria. that's the girl that just like mysteriously she went out on a boat with some people, possibly yeah. including Christopher Walken, and then didn't come back. Yeah. I think Christopher Walken was on that boat. And we've all kind of forgiven him for maybe murdering her. Jeez. Yeah. So. What has Christopher Walken done recently? Oh, good question. He wore a watch up his ass for like five years. <laughs> Rent just did not do it for me. Hmm. Yeah, you I just think we pay. watched that together, right? Yeah. It was um like a couple of years ago around, or actually around Christmas. Yeah, yeah. When, at, we, uh, when, when we were seeing that girl. Mm-hmm. I say when we were seeing that girl. The one like the three of us, <laughs> the three of us were seeing her at the same time. Yeah, kind was of. that awkward? Uh, I think we're all over it now. Yeah. It's wait. I, I, there's either one of two girls that you guys are talking about. So this happened twice. It, this is <laughs> this, is kind of, this may have kind of happened three times, but uh, the, the two are more recent than the other one. Three times. I mean, not really. You guys need to meet new people. But in and, like, of, maybe not hang out together but in terms all of the like, time. In terms of the three of us all like being casually interested in the same people, it's right. happened. It's happened at least three times. Well, now I. <laughs> Two of those people I actually dated in a serious capacity. So. Yeah, you're the only one. So you kind of won out in every situation. <laughs> so Tom's the stud and you guys are the losers. Tom's like desperately trying to get his air horn to work right now. It's hilarious. <laughs> there we go. There we go. I would like to publicly apologize to Beck. I'm sorry, Beck. <laughs> <laughs> The moment of choice, the rigorous pondering of alternatives, the multitude of thoughts that attach to each. Family feud is my fave show. Whoever said that mankind was bound by the limits of one's own reasoning ever sipped champagne on a plane whilst arguing with T-Pain. <laughs> <laughs>